The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Five years ago, if you said to me, what's perimenopause? I'd have thought it was a cocktail. I mean that. I would have had no idea what it is. And, and I think some people who were actually living through it had no idea yeah. what it was. Now they do. And through your own work and your own experience, you're reaching out to help. Well, you know, I suppose I just want to try and throw an awareness out there because, as you said, a lot of people don't seem to realise the impact that perimenopause can have because when I'm working with a lot of kids and teens, very often I'll work with their mothers afterwards. And I am speaking about mums here because that's the experience I'm having. Um, And, you know, a lot of the mums are struggling because you can tend to hit this phase as your kids come into their early teens, Mm. mid-teens, which can be a very, which actually is a very typical time as well. So there can be a huge clash there. But I think, you know, when I'm talking to mums, mums very often put themselves last in the pile. You know, they put, they put it all the stress, the change in mood, the irritability, the, you know, the upset, the sadness, whatever they may be feeling. They can often put down to just the trolls of parenting and the hardships that they may be going through there. But very often it's not. And I suppose in my own personal experience, I definitely reacted worse, a lot worse to perimenopause than I ever did when I began menopause. And that was something I wasn't aware of at the time either. And I know my kids would have felt the pinch of that one as well. Whereas you, I'm just saying... You, well, had, you had no idea you were going through it, no? Well, I just didn't realise it was a thing. Yeah. You know, I suppose all the talk was... And thankfully, there is an awful lot more conversation now. But, you know, the mums I'm talking to, a lot of people still don't seem to put themselves first there to go and get the support and the help. Because, you know, if we're losing hormones and it's affecting us, in our mood and humour and energy and a thousand different ways. You know, we need to find ways to support and help ourselves. And there is support and help out there. So I'm just saying, if anybody out there is at home or at work and saying, oh my God, I'm cracking up, this is happening and this is happening. And if they feel that's not the norm for them, taking into account the normal parenting stress, but if it's going over and above that, then just give it a minute's thought that actually this is what it could be because it's not the end of your cycles like you could be still having them full on proper every month which I think is the thing that threw me um, but even if that's still going strong you can still very much be in the middle of perimenopause which yeah. can be very debilitating in so many ways and it affects you hugely but it also affects can affect yeah. the family a lot as well like you, you realised yourself did you that something wasn't right but you couldn't put your finger on it is that what absolutely. it was absolutely like I actually remember I had one particular weekend where I was just really low and it was very unusual for me now and a friend of mine called and she was in the medical field and I was explaining it and she said oh girl I've been like that for the last two years and I kind of looked at her and went well I won't because I couldn't live like this. Yeah. What, what kind of things? You say you were like, what kind well, of things? Well, that particular weekend that kind of set off emotion and need to go and get help was just an overall black cloud over my head. I'd never experienced anything like it. I couldn't understand why I was feeling low because there wasn't any particular reason out there out of the norm. Mm. But I had no control over it. And I think that's the part that for women out there that you, you know, if it's that feeling or irritability or crankiness or whatever, but you know as soon as you've shouted at someone or you've reacted dramatically and the words have come out and you're like why did I do that yes and you don't understand why you're reacting like that so what you're saying is Eileen the the normal measured considered Eileen that has spoken to me dozens of times about teenagers and minding teenagers and helping them to grow the normal measured cool calm and collected Eileen was a different beast oh it was really difficult 
It was really difficult, PJ. You know, because I think it was okay. Fair enough. It was my lack of knowledge, and but I didn't. It didn't even enter my head. Like my kids, I have four daughters. It was all very chaotic. But I know I was reacting to things, and I was causing the atmosphere in the house to be a lot harder than it could have been. Mm-hmm. So I suppose that's what I'm saying to mums. You know, don't wait. Don't let that consume you and be become the person. You know, because it doesn't have to be like that. If it did, like, if it doesn't feel right, go get it checked. Absolutely, and the only person who knows what feels right in you is you. So trust yourself and, you know, don't be listening to people going, ah, that's the norm and, oh, look, you're stressed and, oh, whatever. If you know that you're behaving or acting or feeling in a way that's not you, then you've got to look into it. And when you found out that it's what it was, perimenopause, what were were you able to do then? Well, I remember going on, um, it was a supplement called I think it was Menno Mini, I think it was called as a pink box. Sure. But honest to God, I really, really felt a difference. And I really felt a difference if I forgot about it for a week. Right. Um, 100%. And as time went on, I suppose, you know, then I kind of felt I balanced out a bit and I was kind of doing all right. And as I hit the full-on menopause, I definitely felt I was a lot better than I was in the peri, to be honest. But for some people, that's reversed. You know, and they fly through the peri and they don't know. And then something comes upon them in the menopause. And I think we've all been kind of hearing the horror stories of HRT and whatever. And it's come from our grandparents and parents, you know. But I think we've moved on a long way from that. And I have yet to meet a doctor who won't recommend it. Well, and I suppose the, the, way the, the I great myth has been busted now. For years, people thought that HRT was a direct path to, to cancer. Absolutely. We now I, know that that is not true. Well, I think people still hold on to it, though. There's a fear, you know. There is an inbuilt little fear in there of, gosh, should I go down that road? Mm. You know, which is the lesser two evils? Should I just get on with it like my mother or grandmother did? And that's another thing, I think, for people is to look at. It seems to be quite hereditary, too. Look at, you know, ask if you have a a, a mom who's alive or whatever. Have a conversation and see if they remember what they went through, because it's very often quite similar. But the new medical, the new medical side of HRT, and that, you know, if we're losing hormones and its effect, and it it affects your bone density, it affects your skin, your hair, your nails, as well as your joints, your moods, flushes, everything else. Why would we not try and replace something that's leaking out that we're losing out of our body? You know, I might think I mean, that you know some women who might talk to their mom might be met with, "I'm sure we all have to go through that. You'll be fine." That was the old. That was the old mentality. Of course, it was. And like, if that's the case, then you just take a breath and say, "Well, I'm breaking that cycle because I'm not going to live like this, and I don't want my kids to think they need to live like this." I think it's an open conversation, and you know, also for people who are who know maybe that they're going through the perimenopause or menopause, you know, have a chat with your kids. You know, if you if you say something and you you're roaring and screaming or whatever, like I often do, at least be able to say, "Look, sorry, lads, it's actually nothing to do with you." Because when we when we do react like that, they do take it personally and they do feel hurt. And I suppose that's a lot of the reason why I wanted to come on this morning is because of the kids I work with and equally the mums who are really upset with the way they're feeling too. And they know it's stirring stuff unnecessarily within the home. So have a conversation, you know, and let the kids know that this is something that you're actually, you know, that it's a phase of life that you're going through and it's difficult and you're doing your best and you're going to try and get support or whatever, but that it's not about them. Yes, you, you 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 didn't cause mom to be upset and spontaneously no. start to cry. And, and you know, unfortunately, kids do automatically say, "Well, what have I done?" 
what have I done to make her like this? Why is she shouting like that? Or why is she speaking to me like that? Or what have I done? And they will invariably put it back in themselves. And that's not fair either. Yes. So it's just being a bit honest with them as well. Yeah, coming back to your your, your day job, as it were, Eileen. Yeah. So a mom of whatever age, and perimenopause we now know can hit quite young. So if, you're, if your children are of an age where they might understand, mm-hmm. talk to them. Well, I think all kids will kind of understand once you're just telling them, really, it's not about them. It's not their behavior that's stirring it. It's maybe you just stress day and you're just reacting, but it's something you're going through. It's about you. Just take it back on yourself. Like, I've had mums break into tears in my room so many times. It's awful, you know? And I know the general run of parenting can cause that anyway, let's be honest. But, yes. You know, if it is, you know, when I'm looking at people and I kind of figure they're at a certain age, I will always bring this up just to say, look, just in case there's a way you might be able to support and help you because first and foremost, and like even in my book, the whole first chapter is 100% on look after yourself as a parent mm. so that then you're in a position to parent the way you want. Yeah. You know, I only started to think about it recently when I was watching stuff like, say, Grania Shoiga's documentary recently and a few mm-hmm. other things that I'm talking now to someone like yourself this morning. Like, teenagers are hard work at the best of times. But if you're going through this at the same time... Yeah, it, it can be really difficult. And I think for the teens, yeah, they're, they're going through a hard time. But a lot of them are kind of battling stuff too, you know. Yes. They're hormonal in the opposite Well, there's the thing. You've got two bags of unregulated yeah, hormones clashing clashing yeah and that's a huge issue and that's why I think I just want to say you know make a phone call talk to somebody get the support you need because this is normal it's natural it's something unfortunately we all do have to go through but there is help and don't let it impact on your relationship with your kids you know take the responsibility to say to be honest with them and let them know it's not about them because they will feel it is yeah well this this has come in now while we're chatting Eileen and this person doesn't want to talk which is fine but yesterday I was told I have osteoporosis in my spine and that HRT could have helped could have uh, helped could have helped I, I, closed, oh, well, I closed my business during perimenopause I was so depressed so hearing it from that lady it's good yeah. to know there's help there. well that's a big thing there now actually and I'm glad she said it because getting that bone check is so important because as we're losing these hormones, and I'm no medic, let's say that, but talking to my own GP, even, and I know they're really trying to push it, and the bone issue is huge because we are losing these hormones that are helping with strength and helping with so many other parts. So if we're allowing that to leave our bodies and not replenish it, it's a problem in so many different ways. But the bone thing can be a huge issue. I was only having a conversation with my GP two days ago, and it came up. Yeah, so yeah. go get the checks. They are there uh, from as you, you know from the, as early as you can. Get the checks. Keep an eye on your own health. Get your bloods done. But if you know yourself that you are not behaving or feeling like you usually would be, yeah, yeah, check I, it out. It seems you know estrogen deficiency can have impacts on so many elements of your health, like your heart and your bones. Huge, and I just think, you know, as women and mums and working mums and non... Well, come here, everybody's a working mum, whether they're in the home or not, but it's a busy time. It's a really busy time, and we do tend to put ourselves at the end of that pile. But that doesn't really work, because if we're not in a good shape mentally and physically, how, in God's name, can we be the parent we want to be? Yeah. 
Another caller here says Eileen is so spot on. Communication is the key. Not only should mums be honest about hormones and mood swings, they should encourage teenagers to recognise their own mood swings and talk about it with their parents. Then everything will be a lot less stressful. Absolutely. And I think, do you know what? Now, normalising stuff for kids is huge. So for, for a kid, and listen, male and female, we'll all go through some of this. It's not just the girls. But when you're chatting to them and you're saying, look, I'm at a stage where I'm the opposite to you. Like you're getting your hormones in, so your body's reacting. Mine are leaving, so mine is reacting. So look, we can support each other a little bit, but at least we both understand that we're going through kind of a transient period. <laughs> you, which is, you could put it down to, you know, and if you would put it into their language, we're both a bit messed up in our own ways yeah, at the moment. <laughs> absolutely. But just be honest about it. And then maybe they can feel they can be a bit more honest too because it's a very confusing time for a lot of kids and teenagers as well. When they're like all over the place with their hormones and their moods, as we all know as parents. Here's another one coming in now which is relevant too. And, and, you know, doctors doctors are copping on, but not all of them and not fast enough. That lady's so lucky her GP is aware and knowledgeable. My GP was a disaster and I can't get to see anyone else. Well, that is a problem, you know, um, and I got, I just, and you know, I feel so sorry for people who don't have someone who actually gets this and understands it, because every woman needs it. Every woman who's struggling, some people seem to get through. Oh, now we've got it. Okay, that's right. Um, and if, and if the problem is, it's so hard to get on a GP list now, that if someone isn't happy with their GP, they are in a bit of a quandary there, but all I'd say to her is keep trying. Yes, yes. How important is it, finally... For to talk to friends who are at the same stage in life? I hugely look, I th- I'm a firm advocate for if mums were a little bit more honest about everything, we'd all be a lot more um, relaxed, maybe. Mm. You know, I think people trying to be the best of this and the best of that, and the kids the best of this, the best of that. Oh, knock it off. You know, I'm sick of listening to it. I, I, I was talking to a pal of mine over a pint, and I won't identify the guy, but he was talking to me about how himself and the wife just hadn't been getting on yeah. and he's and like, these are people, people who have a good relationship now a couple of kids yeah. and I said how are things at home as you do like and he was saying oh my god almighty I don't know what I'm doing at the moment and subsequently he said you know what he said I was fooling around in the bedroom looking for something and I went searching in a drawer and I found a load of HRT stuff Christ if she'd only told me mm. yeah and that's that's again of course it's equally you know, because we men, let's face partner. it, I mean, we're thick. Most of us are thick stupid <laughs> when it comes to... We are I'm really like, not going to try and react to that. <laughs> don't. I'm, I'm telling you straight out. Most of us are thick stupid about this. Well, to be fair, you know, how do you understand something that you don't, that you don't feel, you know? True. And I do think we need to speak very openly to our partners because, let's face it, as parents, it's a blooming hard struggle a lot of the time. Anyway, we're all doing our best. We're going to drive each other potty, and that's before any hormones come into play. So, like, if you if you do have a conversation and say, look, when I jump into the rant or when I'm doing whatever, if you know it's about nothing, please let it in one or not the other. I don't mean it. Yeah. And yeah. be able to say sorry or be able to apologize because it's not nice. You know, it's not nice for any of us. Yeah. And I've done this myself, to be, obviously. But it's not pleasant. And I did learn very early on to say sorry to the kids if I knew I'd upset them by something that was I'd put my hands up and go sorry lads not about you yeah I know I know and, yeah, and you've done no harm Eileen thank you very much Eileen Keane jumpstartyourconfidence.com you'll find it actually on her Facebook page she's got a great graphic and just there is help out there find out what works for you 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot of people wanting to get in. Neve, thanks for waiting. You're on HRT, but it was the GP was the problem. Well, what happened was is that I, I, I basically, like that lady said, I was snappy. I um, basically, I thought, I, I don't know what was wrong with me. And I was thinking, I need to do something here. And I have great friends who said, look, this is a possibility. Um, I think after that, the Fina McCall program came out, um, yes. uh, I kind of thought, I need to go and see and and see somebody about going on um, HRT because I was with my 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 child um, and my husband as well. Like looking back, I think God, I really um, was. I don't know where I was in the sense of my moods and everything. So I went down um, to my GP surgery and and the, the doctor I had was great. And then unfortunately, she went on um, leave. And everything was fine. Well, we had the, the shortage um, that we had here where you couldn't get the medication. Um, and that, you know, I, I was actually in Spain on holidays. I managed to get it all. So without prescription. The old sunshine um, pharmaceuticals. <laughs> there you go. But, you know, the thing is, is that that's quite a little bit of respect in another sense of. And it's, it's a case of we need it. It's not, it's not something that, oh, yeah, it's, we, um, you can take it or you, you need to take it. In a, in a lot of cases, you need to take it. it it's just, it, it's what we need. Anyway, so basically, my doctor went away, um, and then I felt my symptoms um, kind of changing uh, back to kind of um, the moods and whatever. Um, it's sometimes because you need to up the dosage. And yes. um, so I went back down to the surgery, and I got another doctor. And she basically said to me, um, no, I don't think it's that. Maybe you're just depressed. That is an old-fashioned way of looking at it and pushing it off on depression. I was actually so upset. So then she took my bloods, but I know myself going from, we, there's a support group on Facebook, which is great, and that 
it's not going to show up in your bloods because you're taking the estrogen, so it's not going to show a depletion. Mm. You might mm. need a little bit extra. Mm. So I came out of that meeting really upset. I just, I couldn't believe we were back to that. I was back to that point of a doctor saying, maybe you're depressed. Now, so, I, I've heard, and since we began to talk about this, so many women have contacted us, even privately, and said, look, they're putting me on anti- antidepressants. I'm not depressed. Yeah. I was very lucky in the sense of I have a, a really good friend who um, is, has been on um, HRT for a long time. I rang her and she helped me and the support group helped. And, and basically what we're having to do is to monitor ourselves because all of the clinics, the clinic that the, the specialized clinics are all full. The really good doctors who understand it are all booked up or you can tr- change surgery. So then it's a case of like... There's still that old adage that I oh, are just a little bit mental, you know. Yeah. Or the other thing too, um, which I think some older women are guilty of, Neve, is Asher. We all have to go through it. You'll be fine. Yeah, but the thing is, is that that's what um, they had to go through, and it was probably really hard. But they were either put, they were either told, they were either told to shut up, or they were put away. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So but isn't, is there, isn't there another answer for that? Well, you know what? If you discovered tomorrow that you were going through headaches and you could have just taken paracetamol, wouldn't that be okay? Yeah, it's it's you know I just think that it's we need it and there's the doctors there and even a doctor told me that themselves that they're not educated enough in this. It's a yes. tiny module. Yes, it's a tiny module. A lot of doctors, particular and and particularly again men. You know, I, I'd say this straight out, Dave, and I, I, I'm often looking back now and think, what takes stupid about this? 50% of the population changes like this at a certain time in their life. And we're married to them. We're married to them. Yeah. We're si- they're our sisters, they're our, our wives, our mother. And we're thick about it. Like. I must say that my husband, he did watch that program with me, Davina McCall, and he, he did say, I didn't realise. Yes. Now, I didn't, I didn't really realise myself, <laughs> you know. So the thing is, is that now that I'm on the HRT, I'm more aware of it. I'm aware of, more aware of my symptoms. And, and what has been suggested is that you monitor your own symptoms. And sometimes it's a case of you have to self kind of regulate your medication, which isn't right either, you know. When I went to that doctor that time, I got absolutely no help. I came out really upset and then that's the offshoot of it then because you've got families as that lady was saying that you're having to apologise because you, you you don't know how to, to, to fix the way that you're feeling yeah. you know yeah. So I just think that it's it's it is coming to the forefront more now, but I do think that um, there should be more done about it quickly. Yeah. It's it's not it's not a, it's not for next year's whatever um, the government has to do. This is now. I mean, you can get Viagra over the counter. You can. Yes. Yeah. And so this, but um, like you can kind of like this might be wrong of me to say, but you can kind of live without Viagra possibly. Okay. Yeah. But I do think that with the HRT, it's a depletion in something that's in your body and you need it to be able to function and therefore it should be there available without then having to go and pay masses of money to yes. go and get it. Yes, 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 yes. The, oh. it, it's true. If men went through this, 
uh, we wouldn't be having these discussions. But you know, the thing is, is that I think that we can say that, but uh, like I think that uh, if more people talk about it and more people are more educated in it, men and women, then I think that it would just be something that would become the norm, you know. Yeah. And then, and then the doctors that you go in, oh, you're a bit depressed. It's like I know that I'm not. At that time, I knew it wasn't, and I was upset. And I said, I know I'm not. I could have gone walked out of that surgery with um, drugs for depression yes and I'm on them and then I get addicted to those drugs there you go and that, and that opens up a whole lot exactly more. and all it's a simple fix of you you take your estrogen um, or you take a progesterone it depends on what situation you're in and and then you monitor it and then go back to your doctor six months, 12 months later. But there's not that facility because majority of the doctor surgeries don't have the doctors who are able to actually um, help you. And that's what it is. It's help. It's not It's not people going in, oh, I'd love this bit of drugs or whatever. It's, it's, it's a product that is needed. Yes, yes. Niamh, great call. Thank you very much. Um, and I hope it all... It comes to its natural end and you move on. Thank you very much. 0818969696. Your experience. Um, join the conversation. What's your own experience? Corks 96 FM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.